Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Insuring India, a podcast by Digit Insurance. I'm your host Sabri Saran, and on this episode, we are going to go down a slightly different path to understand how the insurance business works. I'm sure you all know that general insurance companies collect money from you to issue different insurance policies. That is called premiums. So, what do insurance companies do with all the money they collect in the form of premiums? Your first guess is probably right. They use that to pay claims that the companies would be receiving at that point of time. But despite all the claims a company is paying, there is still surplus in hand that is lying idle. Insurance companies use that to invest in multiple financial instruments. But in a real scenario, how does the entire investment of a general insurance company work? How do they manage the risks? And what measures do they have in place to protect the premium they have received from policyholders? All these questions sound slightly complex, but to simplify it all for you, I have with me today Parimal Heda, Chief Investment Officer, Digit Insurance. Parimal, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Hey, hi, Shabri. Hi. So I'll just start with my first question, and maybe we can start with the basics. Can you explain to us in simple terms how the investment process works for general insurance companies? Right from how much money or earned premium comes towards investments to how it gets utilized? Uh, sure. Uh, firstly, good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you, Shabri, for having me on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, as you rightly pointed out, uh, insurance companies collect premiums on the policies sold and uh, use the money so collected to pay out claims and other expenses like commissions, salaries, taxes. Now, these premiums are received upfront, while the claims tend to come later, which leaves a good amount of money, which we call float, with the insurance companies. Now, this float is the amount that is available for investments. The amount of float that is available for investment will vary from company to company and is dependent on the company's expenses and eventual losses. This available float is actually invested in various assets Uh, like fixed income, equity, uh, real estate, depending upon the company's near-term future cash flow needs, and at the same time, depending on the company's expectations of returns. Got it. Uh, So, Parimal, uh, what all financial instruments can a general insurance company invest in, and how is that decision typically made? Uh, Yeah, so insurance companies uh, can invest in various asset classes, uh, like uh, I I just mentioned, like fixed income, equities, uh, real estate, mutual funds, money market instruments, and uh, even alternative assets. The regulator, uh, IRDI, has stipulated certain regulations and has defined that insurance companies are only allowed to invest in India. Further, it has laid down prudent investment guidelines for insurance companies with regards to the pattern of investment as well as on the exposure norms. The exposure norms have been defined for entity level, uh, group level and also industry level exposure. IRDA regulations require that every insurance company to constitute an investment committee whose primary responsibility will be to provide general direction for the management of investment funds, implement the board approved investment policy and to keep the board informed on a quarterly basis about its activities and the fund's performance. Uh, you, you asked about decision making. So right. on decision making, generally insurance companies will have a very well-defined investment strategy. Right. Investments are generally made in line with this strategy and this the strategy would be based on the prevailing market conditions. Various different companies, dif- different insurance companies will have different strategies for investing like some insurance companies may have a long-term value investing approach. So wherein they will they will invest in markets or segments which they feel are cheap as compared to long-term valuations 
and vice versa. The basic financial instruments that an insurance company can invest in are uh, bonds, including central government securities, state government securities, corporate bonds, and equities. There are, as I mentioned earlier, there are as other asset classes also, such as mutual mm-hmm. funds, alternative investment funds, uh, REITs, in which which right. the insurance companies can invest in. Uh, understood, Pariman. So from a regulatory point of view, are there any guidelines or fa- frameworks in place on how to manage risk? And is there any capping on different financial instruments, especially the risky ones, you know, like equity? Uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, Shabri, uh, the regulator IRDA has prescribed various prudential limits for investments in uh, their investment regulations. Right. in the master circular and also through various circulars issued by them from time to time so regulator has prescribed maximum as well as minimum limits on different asset classes or financial instruments and even on an issuer or a company right. to safeguard the interest of policyholders the regulator has prescribed that general insurance companies have to invest a minimum of 30 percent of their investments in government bonds or in state government issued bonds right. further the regulator stipulates that a minimum of 65 percent of their fixed income instruments uh, Uh, fixed income investments should be made in AAA rated assets or in sovereign bonds, which are considered to be the safest from a credit risk perspective. IRDAI has also prescribed a list of approved investments and any investment made outside of this list is considered as other than approved and such investments are capped at 15% of investment assets. There are these, these are some of the limits set by the regulator in line with the best practices for risk management. For investments in equities as well, IRDA has laid down some basic norms such as dividend track record of the company, whether the stock is thinly traded, etc. Now, in addition to the regulatory norms, insurance companies will also have a well-defined investment policy, which will be in line with their own risk management framework. Got it. So, uh, Parimal, actually, I want to know from you, on what basis do general insurance companies typically make the investment decisions and how often is the portfolio tweaked? Uh, you know, compared to uh, active mutual funds where there is a, a more active role that a CIO has to play. So compared to that, how is the approach of general insurance companies different? Uh, uh, Shabri, it won't be appropriate to compare our investment approach or an insurance company's investment approach uh, with right. Uh, mutual funds investing approach in general as uh, mentioned earlier various investment various insurance companies will have uh, different investment approach and different investment strategy like mm-hmm. i mentioned about you know long term value investing approach mm-hmm. now this approach is done with the objective of protecting capital from loss uh, to mm-hmm. provide acceptable return of equity over time and provide operating income as needed. Uh, Let me elaborate this uh, maybe for viewers benefit with, you know, a long term value investing approach for investing in equities. So typically what the investment team would do is they would look to invest in financially sound companies which are selling at low prices relative to their intrinsic value and which have a good potential profitability and better long term growth prospects. So appropriate measures of low prices, when I mentioned low prices, the appropriate measures of low prices may consist of some or all of the uh, following characteristics like a low price to earnings ratio or high dividend yield or significant discount to book value and free cash flow. So some of these things we will look at when one is looking at low price. The basic supposition here is that once the company or the sector specific factors which are impacting the stock. Uh, and have resulted in the low prices 
once these yeah. factors turn positive the stock will also get reiterated and will generate good returns it, yeah. here since we are since the approach this particular approach since the investments will also be made at a lower price uh, a lower relative price there is also mm-hmm. some some kind of a downside protection that is built in so this could be one of the approaches the other approach could be obviously i mean uh, insurance companies also take tactical calls which could be very short term in nature got it so uh, parimal you earlier mentioned about uh, uh, you know how much an insurance company can invest in different instruments and it mm. seems to be more inclined towards debt instruments right so mm. can you explain in more detail what type of debt instruments do general insurance companies typically invest in and how is the risk assessment done for that uh, sh- sure sure so uh, you rightly mentioned shabri that a sizable portion of uh, investments by general insurance companies is actually done in fixed income instruments like right. uh, the central government bonds uh, which are issued by the central government state development loans which are issued by state governments and corporate bonds which are issued by corporates and financial companies right. within these the central government bonds are perceived to be the safest right. now investment in uh, fixed income are typically driven by the extant macroeconomic environment the uh, prevailing interest rate cycle and the expectations of interest rates going forward bond prices they have an inverse relationship with yields so when bond yields move higher prices will fall as a result a rising interest rate scenario could expose the fixed income portfolio to losses owing to this rising yields so interest rate risk hence can be defined as the sensitivity of the bond's price to interest rate changes and uh, it is it is measured by duration of the bond so a high duration bond is more sensitive to interest rate changes and hence yeah. would result in higher losses when bond yields move higher at the same time a high duration bond will also make higher returns when yields fall right so based on the assessment of where interest rates are likely to move the insurance company will look to increase or reduce their fixed income portfolio duration now apart from the interest rate risk the other risk that fixed income investments are exposed to is the credit risk right. which is the risk that the issuer may not be able to service its debt you may have heard about uh, uh, rating agencies like crisil uh, icra so these yeah. agencies typically rate the bonds that are issued by uh, various issuers uh, they okay. they i mean the safest is triple a followed by double uh, a plus then double a and so on so forth so these ratings that these agencies give to these bonds is the basic tenet for investments in debt instruments right. having said that rating alone cannot uh, replace appropriate risk analysis so every insurance company would also have its own credit research policy and right. will only invest in corporate bonds after they have done a detailed financial analysis of the uh, corporate's financial health uh, business plan and various other debt metrics uh, after all uh, one needs to be sure that the money invested will be returned back on maturity right yeah true very true yeah so parimal i actually wanted to talk more about this debt heavy approach and how it really plays out you know say in unprecedented times like these right where we are seeing continuously the us fed and other central banks raising rates and i think just the 
last one there was a pause from fed uh, mm-hmm. and but the rates are at one of the highest levels we have ever seen so mm-hmm. how does this or you know even other market fluctuations or the ma- macro conditions that are, that we are currently witnessing you, due to ukraine war and things like that how does mm-hmm. that overall influence the investment decisions of general insurance companies uh, a very relevant question uh, shabri so as you rightly pointed out these are indeed unprecedented times I mean, right. after COVID and then the Russia-Ukraine conflict, uh, we saw a surge in inflation across the globe, yeah. which resulted in various uh, central banks, including the U.S. Federal Reserve uh, right. and the RBI, to hike rates aggressively. Right. Now, like I explained earlier, when rates rise, yeah. it is negative for debt-heavy portfolios as right. it results right. in higher losses. Yeah, these losses. maybe in the form of mark to market losses and may not be actually realized losses right now the same can be managed effectively through various uh, uh, mechanisms like either one can run a very low duration so low duration as i explained earlier would mean that uh, it it its sensitivity to bond prices will be lower and right. hence even though yields move uh, higher the movement or the uh, mark to market losses that the insurance company might have would be lower the okay. the drawback here is that a lower duration uh, assets would typically uh, have uh, you know would result in lower returns as well right. so uh, while there could be lower returns in the near term these low duration assets will get repriced once they come for maturity at higher interest rates and would thus improve prospects of earning higher returns over a longer period so to summarize uh, interest rate cycles can be managed effectively by altering the duration of the fixed income uh, investments okay. understood Uh, so parimal we have been talking about returns but i just wanted to take a moment to compare it with say a mutual fund or even a life insurance company because mm-hmm. the primary goal of investments of general insurance companies if you say may not necessarily be generating high returns because their general insurance companies typically don't really sell you know investment linked products so what metric uh, do you, general insurance companies typically follow for return generation and on what basis is the decision made on whether a company should be equity heavy and be taking more risk or focusing more on debt instruments well shabri who doesn't like more returns <laughs> that's very <laughs> true <yeah>. so <laughs> i would i would rephrase your statement and say that the goal for any general insurance company or for any investment firm would be to generate higher risk adjusted return it's not only returns but risk adjusted returns that one must focus on right. so for mutual funds and insurance and life insurance companies uh, especially their unit linked funds they right. have they do their investments according to the f- mandate each fund holds right. whereas for general insurance company there is no such fund wise mandate right so right. uh, hence insurance general insurance companies can manage portfolio as per their views as per what the uh, what their internal alm guidelines suggest and right. like i mentioned earlier on the prevailing market conditions right. it yeah. completely depends on the opportunity provided by each asset class so the asset right. allocation decision like i mentioned depends on the prevailing market conditions and the assessment of various global and local macroeconomic factors uh, now again if i if i try to compare this with the value investing approach so even for the we can extend that approach even for assets 
right? right so for let's say uh, if we find that a particular asset class is expensive let's say for instance equities if we think that the various uh, metrics that i mentioned earlier on those metrics the equities look expensive then we will right. reduce our allocation to equities and likewise if we think that on the various parameters that uh, we have identified if equities look cheap then we will look right. to increase our allocation to equities so this uh, value investing approach typically would result in investments being made when you know economic sectoral or stock specific conditions are uncertain or negative right and it while it could take longer for such conditions to turn positive and sentiments to turn buoyant the returns also would then be as should be assessed on a longer term horizon and not what happens in the short term which could be the case which could be the case unfortunately for some of the uh, mutual funds or some of the uh, unit link products where wherein you know returns are uh, investors look at short term returns uh, of how the funds have performed and you know uh, they would base their decisions on uh, how the funds have performed in the near term so it is unlike that returns should actually be looked at from a long term perspective got it parimal honestly it does look like a tough job to do on a daily basis so i also want to understand from you uh, you know what are the major challenges or obstacles that general insurance companies uh, or cios of general insurance companies face when managing the investments uh, lots of challenges every day there is some some development that is happening correct yeah <laughs> but, but but in general uh, shabri market cycles have Uh, compressed compared to earlier decades Correct. also i mean uh, challenges have uh, increased manifold because markets have become more synchronized so one mm. needs to constantly evaluate uh, global factors in addition to our own local economic factors right. i mean who would have thought that uh, you know we will have to keep track of developments in ukraine or Correct. who will be the next us president <laughs> or yeah. or even what is happening with swiss banks right true very true yeah. so, so uh, i mean one needs to be very agile uh, these days uh, in planning and execution execution of the investment strategy right got it uh, parimal i'll leave you with one last question uh, and it's not related to investment uh, planning or financial planning of uh, insurance companies but mm-hmm. i want our listeners to live with some important tips uh, for their own financial planning uh, you know it's almost we are in june uh, we probably all over india have a huge cohort of uh, you know students who are entering the workforce just after finishing their college so mm-hmm. what investment tips would you like to give them you know especially the ones who are just starting their careers and what would you tell them uh, this is indeed a very uh, relevant question uh, shabri and thank you for bringing it up uh see i i mean these i mean i think we, we we live in a world today which has become more instant uh you know uh, this has become the way of life uh, we like something we order it immediately we don't yeah. even wait for our salaries to be credited to our account to buy something yeah it's it's uh, i would say it's the it's all buy uh, it's, now pay later everything. exactly it's the buy now pay yeah. later world right so uh, i have i've seen this happening more and more uh, with you know uh, especially with people who are just starting out their careers and uh, i mean it is okay to buy now and pay later but this has to be this can only work for your more important goals uh, they say i mean i mean it's it's it's, it's a good uh, saying uh, that uh, you know good things come to those who can wait 
so yeah, my one advice so my one advice to someone who is just starting out is to strike a balance yeah. between his long term goals and instant gratification uh, so he needs to plan That's his financial point, goals yeah. yeah so he need to plan his financial goals and invest in those in in funds accordingly further and more right. importantly i think first thing that he needs to have is adequate life life insurance as well as mediclaim yeah. insurance for me right. one single advice for anybody who is starting off today in their career is follow the mantra insure invest and then spend right i think that's a very great advice great uh, so thank you so much uh, parimal that was really an insightful conversation i'll let you go now thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and joining us on the insuring india podcast thanks shabri thanks thanks for having me thank you we hope you all enjoyed this conversation this was our little attempt in giving you a sneak peek into how general insurance companies function and how your premiums are efficiently utilized and i hope you'll also make use of some useful investment and personal finance tips parimal shared that's all on this episode folks do subscribe to us to keep getting notified whenever we drop something new thank you and see you next time